Hello, you're listening to Baking to the Bee Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts, here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love. In conjunction with creating recipes inspired by these beautiful abominations, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Here is your spoiler warning and foul language warning, so listener discretion is advised. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad we literally cannot stop talking about them. Welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movies. My name is Ashley. And my name is Steph. Thank you all so, so much for joining us today. We again. appreciate you all again. <laughs> we appreciate you all tuning in again. Um, just a reminder because we're diving right into this. Like, this is a fucking shit show. I cannot wait. You know, I gotta be honest. I was into this, like, ever since I started watching The Last Drive-In. And Darcy, the male girl, kept talking about how great this movie was. And I actually never saw it, ironically enough. Um, and I really tried to stay on her side. But at this point, I'm just like, <laughs> mm, I'm really trying here. But here's here's the thing. Um, we debated doing this for the first season. We I did. remember we had a we conversation did. about it. And I said, I feel like it's a little too much for a show that's just starting out. Let's do... The second season, because the second season, we're going to be in October. It's going to be around Halloween. This is like right. a perfect movie for that. It is. And now we've reached the point. We're here and it has arrived. Um, before we get into it, we got a couple things we got to go over, as always. Um, feel free to like and subscribe to us, guys. We are available wherever you get your podcast. We are everywhere and anywhere, all over the place. And follow us on social media. We are on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies, and we are on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Um, Steph, before we get into this movie, before we get into not only was this movie a shit show, but the recipe that I made for it was even worse. <laughs> it was it was everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. But um, I have a question for you, though. What's that? Isn't this movie part of your most favorite franchise? out there it is like it, that is your this is my favorite this is your favorite franchise this is my favorite horror franchise which is why talking about this movie hurts me on such a deep <laughs> and personal level because it's so bad um before we get into it we did have a recipe from our last episode for paranormal activity three you had made an incredible fondue spread. It was, well, a spread meaning like peppers and yeah. salami. and we A had nice little crudité. A crudité. Yeah. It was fantastic. I, yeah, we picked some mushrooms from the mushroom cabin. Yes. We had peppers. Some peppers. Salami. Salami. Sourdough. Yeah. Like all the carbs. Apples. Yes. Because apples. Well, that's the thing is like I load up on carbs. I load up on cheese. And then what I do is I eat a piece of apple with nothing on it. And I say, there, healthy. We're good. <laughs> and I feel better about myself. No, you're supposed to get dip the apples in the cheese. No, no. I, I eat the apple just plain. And then I go that's right it's... back into the cheese with the sourdough. Oh, okay. That's, that's, okay. it's the fruit. The fruit is like a, a palate cleanser, except that the palate is my brain and I'm tricking myself into thinking that I'm being healthy and making good choices for my body. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was was fantastic as always you knocked it out of the park as you always do 
And that recipe is going to be up on our Instagram. Again, we are at Baking to the Bee Movies. Um, so we are going from a movie that we both genuinely enjoyed. We both really liked up until the ending, Paranormal Activity 3. Yep. And a recipe that we really loved that was fantastic and a combination of all sorts of great things that we love to eat. And from there, we are transitioning into a garbage movie <laughs> and a recipe that I fucked up so badly beyond repair that I had to get a backup on my way here. Because I... I Needless to say, we're not going to be eating anything that Ashley prepared today, was, which is goes against the whole premise of baking I know, but to the B-movies, Ashley. Let me... We'll, we'll get into what happened. <laughs> yeah, we we can there's talk about whole, that after. There's a whole story that goes with it into what happened to the recipe that I originally wanted to do for this. Right. Um, but we had to do a backup because my plan got it, it got screwed over royally. My own fault. Um, so we had to do a backup. But this this backup that I have is a recipe in itself. You can make it at home. Super easy. True. So we will we'll get into that. It's very simple. Um Steph, would you like to do the honors of talking about this cult classic, even though I have no idea why people like it so much? It the has movie become that a cult classic somehow. I, I just, I don't get it. But would you like to tell the audience what we're talking about today? We are talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. A cocaine-fueled fever dream from 1982. <laughs> an hour and 38 minutes I had, yeah, I had to endure an, this for almost two like an, hours. Like <laughs> ninety minutes too long. I just and this is of course the only Halloween movie in the franchise that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Um, he makes no appearance, from what I remember. No, but there's little you know scenes here and there where that the actual original Halloween is playing. Yes, like it's playing on TVs throughout the movie. It's yeah, very I think meta. some of the music was in there. Yeah, super Not meta. Not very much, but very meta. It's yeah. a Halloween movie where they're watching <laughs> Halloween. Halloween, yeah. <laughs> um, this movie, I I don't even know, like, I want, I mean, I, when AMC does like their, what is it, like 31 Nights of Horror or whatever, yes. or like their Fear Fest. Yes, um, this AMC, movie, I think it's Fear Fest. Yeah. This movie never gets played except on Halloween. Like the only time I've ever seen, because they, they'll like, they'll marathon the Halloween movies. They'll yeah. do Halloween one, two, this. One through whatever. The, the one with his niece, um, or should I say the two with his niece, uh, four and five. Um, but this one does get played. And I have, I've watched it before and I've made it to a certain point where I'm like, off it goes. Like, can't, can't tolerate this anymore. This is bad. But for the sake of the podcast, for the passion for my art, <laughs> I'm suffering for my art. I did watch it in its entirety for the first time in a very, very long time. As you and I had just talked about, Halloween is my favorite horror franchise michael myers legitimately terrifies me he is a terrifying person so scary absolutely um unrelated or kind of related i heard an advertisement universal studios has their like halloween theme thing going on right now yeah. and the way that they advertised it is they were like you can you can step into haddonfield illinois <gasps> and <sighs> illinois i should say illinois illinois, illinois. and <laughs> anyways we're educated we're so educated um you can step into haddonfield and like be, and it's like it's supposed to look like the movie like right, right i don't know right. if it's supposed to look like the originals i would hope that it would well this movie doesn't even like the, take place in haddonfield right this takes place in california i believe yeah. doesn't it um yeah but whatever you can step you can step foot into haddonfield and <laughs> i'm like i'm so 
I love Halloween so much that I've been really considering being like, should I just take a weekend to go down there just to check it out? Down to Florida? I yeah, my brother, my brother, my sister in law, <sighs> and my right. niece they live in Florida there, now, yeah. so I could just like go crash there. I'm assuming they listen to this right now. Hi, I'm gonna come <laughs> crash. Uh, <laughs> um, but I really, I, really I have a couple to, relatives down there too. Like that's how much I love the franchise. Is that I would absolutely love to just go and like experience something like that. That I mean, yeah, like I watch the stuff on like things like that on YouTube, and I'm just like, like there was some escape room. That was like the bathroom and saw. Oh, shit. And I would have. I'm like, oh, my God. How amazing and crazy would that be? Also, I would just poop myself. Though, so <laughs> let's be honest. That, I did. that saw was scary. I, saw did, was scary. Uh, I went to San Diego Comic Con a few years ago <clears> and <throat> they had kind of like an immersive because I'm also a big I'm a big Walking Dead fan. Yeah. And they had an immersive Walking Dead experience that you could be a part of. And it was basically like it was back when like they were uh, they it was like the season finale where they ended up in Terminus and they get locked when it was still good when they get locked <laughs> in like the train car and like you are in yeah. Terminus and uh. you're in the room with like all the names on the walls and like the rail the railroad thing goes right through it, it and i mean for an indoor venue it's at the um convention center in san diego yeah. but for an it, they went amc just went over the top with the details and like i love things like that so i'm assuming that you know yeah. some you know universal who has enough money to build goddamn hogwarts i'm sh- i'm <laughs> right? sure they have they build like a, a legit hogwarts replica right? i'm pretty sure they have enough money to make haddonfield yeah, a very haddonfield. convincing i mean haddonfield just looks like you know the town i live in it's a couple of houses yeah it's just a but small town but i'm wondering town. i'm wondering small if small like, town in the heartland right and i'm wondering if like there's like going to be like a michael myers that like chases you through cuz i imagine there would be one somewhere I, we have to go but they but they can't like you know they can't reveal too much because then you'll know. I'm just going to go on YouTube and be like, who had the GoPro and like film this whole thing? Right, <laughs> so I can see right. what I'm dealing with. Um, but I really want to go. But that being said, this movie takes a huge steaming dump on <laughs> on every on everything that I love about Halloween. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Halloween franchise. This one does not fall into that at all. Like, remember? Okay, so I'm really excited because Halloween Ends comes out. Yes. Very soon. It's yes. going to be streaming on Peacock. Thank <laughs> God I have a movie theater in my house. Yes. Because um, when when Halloween, not the first, well, not the first one of the, the new, you know, reboot that they did. The second one, Halloween Kills. Yes. Uh, because of COVID. <clears throat> Um, I think it was mainly because of COVID. They were streaming it on Peacock, so I was able to watch it like opening night in my house. Yeah. But as you know, I have a movie theater. My my living room is a movie theater. It's friggin' awesome. Yeah, you get like the projection screen. And <laughs> yeah, it's and great. the surround sound and everything. It's super great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but anyways, <laughs> digressing from that, when the first one came out in 2018, from the you know the reboot here, where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, yes. like older, um. My first, my very favorite first final girl. Anyways, um, Andy and I, and this was like a few weeks like before we got married too. And like we went, it was playing in Menden. I think it was the Menden. Oh, the drive-in? drive-in? Yeah. Yeah. What they were doing is they played the first Halloween, the 1978. I think it's 78. Yes, I think so. <clears throat> I always get it mixed up with when Texas Chainsaw came out, which it was before that. But 78 
And then they played the 2018 right afterwards. That's awesome. And then they had the double screens, like the two screens. So then there was the other screen where they were playing the new one and they were were playing the second one or the first one afterwards. And I assume, you know, because in case you don't really feel like watching sitting through two movies. Yeah. But of course, I was like, Andy, we're definitely doing it in this order. And it was like a brisk, beautiful October evening. Um, That drive-in is absolutely phenomenal. Menden drive-ins. It's gorgeous. It's It's absolutely stunning. They did such a good job with that place. Oh, yeah. And they're still doing like really fun like features stuff. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. But like you can't get tickets to get in there. Like it's just it's so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like even when he and I went, like he picked me up from work um, just so we could go straight there. And um, we waited probably about 45 minutes in line. Damn. And I was like, if we don't get a spot, we did get a spot. But it was a long line. And we arrived like. Maybe an hour and a half to two hours early because the movie doesn't start playing till nine. Right. I think we got there at so like there seven. Early and you like still have to wait seven wow. quarter past seven yeah. or something because we came right from we left right from work. It was about six thirty at that time, and we went straight there. And Menden's not far from Worcester where we were. Yeah. But anyways, it was so much fun. Like that. Like the air was crisp and cool and the the those screens are really big like yeah. i went to the lester drive-in a few years back and that just sucks that Screens place closed is, for good it did it? it it closed for good i'm not surprised so it, it, it was always terrible the only other one that's relatively close is the one by me in northfield we have the northfield drive-in which is about oh, yeah. a half hour away from me and yeah. that, that one's it not bad okay. they do some nice stuff there yeah um, but yeah, this was so much fun. You know, I tried to get other people to, to join in, but nobody did. Oh, Super did I lame. get an invite? I would have gone. I feel like I, I feel like I might've been working, but uh, yeah. You been. Um, anyways, moving on. But yeah, that whole thing, the new Halloween ends come out super excited. This movie doesn't hold a candle to any of those. I like the, even like the original franchise. Yeah. I, I hold this movie in the same regard that I hold the Rob Zombie remakes in mm. that, just turn the other way and pretend so, it didn't happen. I'm not going to say anything bad about Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Can I will. Just, <laughs> Rob Zombie can just keep doing Rob Zombie shit. Yeah. Like you do you, buddy. Like that's cool. <laughs> I recognize and, you know, I wouldn't say appreciate per se, but, you know, do what you want to do. You have the means to do it. Stay happy. Everything is the devil's rejects. Everything he makes is the devil's rejects. Everybody has to be some crazy hillbilly white trash. Like every, like you, know, like uh, you. you I know, I know that you're trying to be polite. I do not have that kind of tact. I. And the only good thing about the Rob Zombie remakes is that Malcolm McDowell is in them. That is my boy. I love Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, big fan of Malcolm that McDowell. I I adore him. That is like my one of my favorite actors of all time. Yep. Malcolm McDowell has put out as many. Any terrible B movies as he has great movies. Yeah. And that's what I love is that he just does things because he's Malcolm McDowell. I'll do not? whatever I want. Um, right. But that is the only part of those movies that I can appreciate is the fact that Malcolm McDowell plays Dr. Loomis. But on the flip side, he makes Dr. Loomis a bad guy. And he I don't does. like that because so. Dr. Loomis is like the he's like the have good guy. Have you seen the new ones? I, I have. I have seen the a bad guy. Yeah. But like in the original bad. franchise, he was not. Yeah. He was no. like a good, you know, a good guy trying to do the right thing. Right. Under really horrible circumstances. Under horrible circumstances. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, like, like, again, I will not say anything bad about Rob Zombie. You can just keep doing Rob Zombie shit. And tying. Ashley, however. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, tying. I am not a fan of your 
it's it's kind of funny because this this movie this this movie as bad as it is there are some elements of it that kind of remind me just speaking of malcolm mcdowell they were they give me a clockwork orange vibes um there were certain parts of this movie movie. which is a hard it's hard to compare anything to a clockwork orange that movie's very standalone yeah but there are elements of this in the terms of like you know it's it's a 1982 movie they're trying to be like kind of like futuristic with like they the, are the theme, I, yeah. So there's like I a lot of gathered synth. that. Like, there's like a lot of synth and like uh, the like what people back then thought the, the future, future was, was going to be like. Yeah, and, which like is, lots of lights, lots of blinking lights, lots everywhere. of blinking <laughs> lights, lots of like lasers, um, <laughs> yeah. lots of synth and everything. Just synth background. Just yeah, somebody, like somebody literally putting a cat and... on a like a, a synthesizer and just <laughs> like, like letting them walk across the thing, um, which is very very similar to like the the styling of a clockwork orange which is kind of crazy because this movie is absolute trash and a clockwork orange is one of stanley kubrick's like most notorious works yeah so it's just kind of it's kind of interesting to to see that but we'll get into it we're gonna dive right into it but do you want to talk about the cast because there's a few people in this that you know are noteworthy yeah i mean there's tom atkins he played dr dan chalice he was in a lot of John Carpenter movies. Yes. Um, he was in Escape from New York, Creep Show. Oh, that's right. Night of the Creeps, Maniac Cop, The Fog. <laughs> um, we have Stacey Nelkin as Ellie Grimbridge, Dan O'Herlihy yes. as Cochran, which was, <laughs> he was in Twin Peaks and Robocop too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember Twin Peaks. I remember him in Twin Peaks. Um, um, Michael Curry, um, the Rafferty. Uh, we also have, I, I, you and I talked about this, Jamie Lee Curtis is in yes. this movie, but voice only. Yep. She is the voice on the intercom over the town. Yeah. And she's the voice like on the other end of the phone, like the receiver, like the operator When he's thing. like talking to. Yeah. When he's, ta- at at he's trying end. to like call somebody, she's like the, yeah. the operator. Um, so good on Jamie Lee Curtis for getting that paycheck. Um, <laughs> I love her. We will uh, watch everything she does. We'll talk about the recipe or lack thereof at the end of this. But let's uh, let's get into it because this is literally like this is a this is just a cocaine fever dream. Like, I can't believe this movie exists. I mean, that commercial, the commercial, (laughs) dude. The commercial. The commercial. The commercial. <laughs> um, Eight more days till Halloween. Halloween. Oh my god! Halloween. So frustrating. I, so frustrating. Um. So this movie, what I love about the opening credits is again just a ton of eight bit, a ton of synth, just like very like late seventy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sound like sound like the cone heads. <laughs> <laughs> um. A ton of synth. A lot of eight bit. Um, and we, we start this movie with this, this gentleman who's running in the middle of the night. He not like running for sport, but he's running away from something. Um, and he's trying to like, come to find out he's being pursued by somebody that's moving in a very slow moving car. Um, (laughs) which I was like within like the first five minutes, I'm like, do you realize how easy it is to hide from someone who's chasing you in like a big clunker, like Oldsmobile, like <laughs> yeah, like it's so it's a, easy. It's a Buick. <laughs> yeah, like the the car's like of course it's like a 1980s car. The guy's like running and hiding behind things. It's like that's literally all you have to do is just mm-hmm. hide behind something. I thought and, the same exact thing. And he keeps like getting up and like poking his head around, and the car like stops, and the driver's like looking and doesn't see him. 
and then starts moving and the guy's like running away again and then the car the car turns around but it's like that thing is going 15 miles an hour like all you have to do is just like go somewhere where the car can't go like you're by a junkyard just go what? in the junkyard like, he does the, go in the junkyard he does and there are like this is going to be such a difficult episode because it makes no fucking sense there's no like there's no rhyme or reason behind any of it but there are people in the junkyard looking for this man yes wearing suits yep for some reason they're wearing suits yep and um and they and this one guy, what what I love too is like he you know again with like the the whole like do you know how easy it is to run away from a, a Buick? It's ridiculously easy. <laughs> the guy gets caught by this dude in a suit, and the dude like has him pinned down on the ground. He's like and choking he's just, him like, or whatever. Him, yeah. The guy like he's in a junkyard there's like abandoned cars everywhere and yeah. there's one that's kind of like propped up i'm assuming they were like working on it or something yeah it's got like those wedges it's... yes and like so the, the guy... front half is like propped up or yeah something. while the guy's getting choked he like reaches for like literally anything it... to fight like fight right. back or like defend it was himself. a chain and he pulls chain this chain that's yeah. connected to this car and the car falls off the wedges or like the whatever and starts rolling towards him and this guy that's choking him first of all why isn't that why was that car in neutral number one number one <laughs> Number one of a thousand things I have issues with. But the guy who's doing the choking like turns as this car, again, going like super under five, slow. Super slow and super does slow. absolutely nothing to get out of the way. And then he gets hit by the car. And it was just like, like it looked like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just a very slow, anticlimactic, like. Yeah. He gets like, okay. he, and he does like the he he does like the death scene like someone who doesn't want to get their like clothes dirty. He like very slowly kind of like slumps over like I don't want to touch the ground. The ground has stuff on it. Like I don't want to get my clothes dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um have you ever been hit by a car? No, thank goodness. I have. And let me tell you, it like your your reef like if that car is going under 5 miles an hour, you're going to move out of the way. It's very easy. Um Yeah. So, like, the fact that he just kind of sees it coming and doesn't do anything was a little annoying. Well, I mean, it might be a reason to that, but we'll talk about that later. We'll get into it. But regardless, like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, the guy who's being strangled uh, ultimately ends up living. He, because this man that has been choking him. He did not choke him successfully. (laughs) Yes. Um, And he he seeks refuge in a nearby, like, gas station, auto shop. Um, yeah. And the guy that's the guy that's working at this place super late at night um, calls a you know calls for an ambulance or calls yeah. the police. Meanwhile, Tom Atkins, our main character, uh, Daniel, Doctor Daniel, yep, um, Doctor Chalice, Doctor Chalice, he uh, he goes home to his his family. He is a doctor, and based on his kids' reactions, he's not home all the time because they're very very excited to see him. Yep, the mother not so much. No, no, she doesn't like him very much. Um, and I like that she takes out her marital frustrations on the kids. Like the kids get up to like go hug their dad and she's like, food stays at the table. And then the dad's like, hey, I brought you presents. And he right, like the masks. He buys well, he buy, a mask. He buy, Yeah, he gives them each like a little like cheap plastic Halloween mask. And the kids are like, oh, no, mom got us these like these the, nice ones. The fancy ones. The fancy yeah. ones, which they're not fancy at all. But they put them on and the mom's like, take those things off. And it's like, listen, your anger towards your husband is not these kids' fault. Maybe <laughs> right? take it a little easy. Like, right? take it easy on them. Like, it's not their problem. Um, 
the uh, so the kids have Halloween masks that the mother has bought them, and these Halloween masks are made by what's the company? Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock, and Silver Shamrock has this commercial that plays nonstop throughout the movie. Nonstop, and it is the worst jingle. Worst commercial. It's to like, like London Bridge is falling down, but it's like Halloween is however many days away. Yeah. And it's, and it's. Silver this, Shamrock. Yeah. And it's talking about like, hey, there's still time to get these like cheap looking masks yeah, that like, glow in have, the dark. We have three. Whoa. Three masks, guys. Three of them. Three whole different masks. <laughs> Like, Give me a friggin' break. <laughs> um, while he's home, he gets a call to come to the hospital because that man that had been choked has Is been rushed in. Now, they need yeah. they need a doctor. Um, they need him to come to the hospital because apparently he's the only doctor in the town. There's no other staff available to assist this man that is being rushed in. They need this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so his wife, of course, is pissed because she hates him and therefore hates her children and hates her life, <laughs> which is very obvious. Yeah. Um, so he uh, he goes back to the hospital to take care of this man that has been rushed in with, you know, after being attacked. Um and it's at this point I notice a pattern in this movie. Uh, Daniel sexually harasses every woman that's within <laughs> within right? five feet of him. Right? It's fucking insane. It's a lot. The, 1982 is a whole different time, man. But like, yeah. like the nurse, the nurse that's like. And they're just like cool about it. Yeah. The nurse is like totally. Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the nurse is like the nurse that he works with is when he's like, oh, I should have married you. And he like grabs her ass and she's like, ha, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. And then like later on in the movie, like the friggin coroner. The coroner, the assistant coroner yeah, there or whatever the, her yeah, name is. Yeah. Like they kiss. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we get it's oh, oh my God. Well, the, let's just keep going. OK, <laughs> we'll so, get we'll get to each bit as it comes. So the doctor, uh, Dr. Daniel, what's his name? Chalice. Chalice. Um, he uh, he tends to this man who has been choked. Yeah. And the man is the man's holding a mask like one of the the, one of the masks, the masks. Um, that were just advertised in that terrible commercial. And he's talking about how they're going to kill us all. They're going to kill us all. They're mm-hmm. going to kill everyone. Um, he's belligerent and just really out of it. Yeah. And I think they sedate him at yeah. some point to kind of calm him down. And then Daniel goes to go get something to eat in the break room. And the nurse is just like, okay, well, my job here is done. And she leaves the room. <laughs> um, yeah. And while Daniel is like chilling out on the break room couch or whatever, um, Hospital security, by the way, non-existent. There's no right? security. There's no security at all. None. Um, another man in a suit shows up to finish, finish the, job. the job. Yeah. That the other guy that got crushed by the car could not successfully do. Yeah. And the method of death, he like goes into the guy's room and like, I, I, did he eye gouge him? Like, I don't yeah, really know what Yeah, I mean, was... that's what it looked like, but it looked weird and awkward. Like, it looked like he was sticking his fingers in this guy's eyes. But it, I don't know if it was, like, the effects just weren't that good. I... So it didn't make it look that good. But he, like, basically, like, rips the guy's nose off. Well, not off, but, like, breaks his face. Or, I, I don't know. Something, I don't he know. Kills he him. kills him. He kills him. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, he does it with gloves on, which what I loved is that he does it with gloves on. And rather than just, like, take the gloves off, he goes and, like, wipes his gloves off on the curtain. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, just take them off, man. Um, 
Like the job has been done. You can just take the gloves off. Right. Like, why are you wiping the gloves off on the curtain in the bed, like mm. in the bedroom or the the hospital room? The nurse like sees this. She comes back in just in time to to see this and like flips out. Uh, Daniel, who's like napping in the break room, <laughs> yeah, like, came came back to basically be like, well, this guy needs to be sedated. I'm going to go make a ton of money by sleeping in the break room. Um, <laughs> I'll make that money. He gets up and like, you know, runs out just as this murderer is leaving the hospital and goes back out into the parking lot. Um, the guy gets into his car, douses himself in gasoline and then lights a match or whatever. And, just and that car, fire. that yeah. car goes up like a tinderbox. Yeah. Which made me wonder just how much like tnt he had in the trunk like how does something explode that quickly Uh, (laughs) it went up so fast yeah um so yeah this murderer kills this man in the hospital and then blows himself up and yep and i love too that like the car is still smoldering the next day like they don't move the car at all right they just like leave it there (laughs) like dan's like Uh. still at the hospital the next day just looking at this smoldering car and it's like that's a crime scene did they not think to like get that out of there like, is anybody apparently gonna do anything? not apparently not <laughs> um but then of course we go into the the coroner's office who's gonna figure out like exactly i mean the cause of death seems pretty obvious obvious but she's <laughs> gonna do a full autopsy anyway well right and they all i think like they have to do that <laughs> um while while he's at the you know and he, he goes to the coroner's office and and has another flirtation slash you know slash sexual harassment the man's a pussy hound this whole movie he's a pussy hound um <laughs> it's like it's fucking insane um yeah. he's just getting ass left and right um while he's it, this was the other thing i thought was interesting is the man who had had his like eyes gouged out the one who had been choked and ended up at the hospital i forget his name um his daughter comes to the hospital mm-hmm. to identify the body which seemed a little weird like that they just had him like in the hospital it's like i think there's another place that you bring him so that she doesn't have to like come to a hospital like where there's other people around and where another guy just blew himself up yeah and identify the body odd. it's a little strange but it's <laughs> and she doesn't look any older than like 19 yeah she, she looks, looks super young very young which yeah. which makes what happens later on in the movie a so little weird. a little uncomfortable so um, weird well anyways so, so she, she starts talking to daniel yeah about like all this mysterious suspicious stuff um and events basically surrounding her father's death yes like her dad was associated with the production company that makes these these masks the shamrock company that makes these like terrible three three masks with the terrible commercial her dad was like picking up a shipment or whatever and like never never got back to where he was supposed to be so she went looking for him and obviously like he is now dead he has had his face crushed in or whatever or like his nose dislocated from his fucking head i have no idea what happened there um but she starts talking to daniel and she's talking about how she wants to go to the factory where these masks are, are produced, made and produced to see yeah. if she can get some answers. Yeah. And for whatever reason, whatever reason, Daniel's like, yeah, I'll go. Right. He becomes a detective all of a sudden. He's no right? longer a doctor. He's a detective. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. So, so um, he, he calls his wife to let her know that like, he's not coming home for a bit. He's got some work to do. You can hear her like shrieking like a banshee on the other <laughs> end of the line. Super funny. Yeah. <laughs> But what I love, too, is, like, so he's going to go with this. What is the girl's name? 
Ellie? Ellie. He's going to go with Ellie to go to this factory that's, a you know, a It's few... like northern. It's a northern town. Yeah. Norther, northern California. Fortunately, not too far away. Because, you know, if you find all this stuff, like, oh, it's not too far away. We can just go there. They always end up going there. Yeah. So, like, or maybe we just don't do anything. But what I what I loved, what I loved is that while he's talking to his wife, he has a six pack of beer on top of the payphone. And I'm thinking he's going to he's traveling with a girl he just met who doesn't look like she's legal. No. She looks really young. Um, They're going to go to this factory to because now he's apparently Magnum P.I. and he's going to investigate this whole matter. <laughs> He's MacGyver and Magnum P.I. and Doogie Howser, all those 80 tropes, all those 80s tropes. Um, he he's he's a man's man and mm. and he's and he's a pussy hound. He's traveling with this very young looking girl to go to yeah. a factory. And he had the mindset of picking up a six pack before they go. And I'm like, sir, you belong on a list. <laughs> you, need, you need to be put on a list. I'm very uncomfortable with how things unfold in this movie. It's very unsettling. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make their way to this town where apparently everyone that lives there has never seen someone drive a car before. Right? Because everyone just stops what they they're just, doing. They like, just stare as this car drives down the road. Like, st- they literally staring. stop what they're doing to they, watch these people drive yeah, in. Yeah. Do you remember that night that we had, we were out in, I want to say we're in Brimfield and we went to that restaurant. Yes. It reminded me of that too, Ashley. Y- oh, you thought of it too? I was yep. going to text you. And it's like, you want, we walked in and everyone's like, everyone just turned to look at us. Like, right? who are these outsiders? Right? Like, we don't take kindly to your types around these parts. Yeah. we. I, I remember walking in <laughs> and, and I'm like, everyone uh, just, this it is was, awkward and weird. Yeah, all the locals just stopped to look at us and we were like, can we get a table? We just wanted some dinner. Just like, wanted, we were just I, hungry. We were just hungry. And they, and I mean, we were eating and they were still like looking at us while we were eating. And it's like, no, we're not from here. I just want some linguine. Like, that's <laughs> all I want is some pasta. I need some carbs. Right. Like, can you just go back to like playing pool or whatever you were doing over there? <laughs> like, yeah. But it gave me that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're <laughs> Um. Another thing that kind of creeped me out was they come up on this motel. Yep. And Daniel, who at this point has gotten a six pack in preparation for this road trip with this very young looking girl, tells her, let's pretend we're husband and wife and we'll get a room and we'll we'll do our investigating. And she's young and pretty and stupid. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and like... Right. No, well, like, they had to like check in together, so I guess it wasn't weird. But I mean, what is this? Nineteen eighty-two. It's 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 not nineteen forty-six. It's basically super weird. It's super weird. Like this is a man with an agenda, mm-hmm. and Ellie needs to run. Like you just met this man, and he's already like, "Oh, I got us some beer," and "Oh, I got let's like share a motel room," and it's like, "Girl, he is going to roofie you." Like, he's going to put something in your drink. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting from this strange man. Is he even a real doctor? Like, I just, like, <laughs> like are we sure? Are we sure he's a real doctor? Right. Like, like it's 
<laughs> like super... this is like I'm like I feel like he was a doctor at some point, but I mean his license wasn't revoked at any point, was it's it? So <laughs> creepy. And he tells Ellie like to keep the the guy who runs the motel, who's showing them the room that they're gonna be in. Yeah. Which like he goes in and he's like, oh, like these pipes were just redone or whatever. It's like I don't care. Just right. give me like, my key. Whatever. Like what? I don't need to know about the history of this place. Um. What like while he's doing that, um, Daniel Daniel goes into like the the office, the main office, and sees who has checked in there recently. Yeah, and her father had been checked in not too long before he died. So right. he's, he confirms that he was there. They're in like they're heading in the right direction. He comes back out to meet Ellie, and as he's exiting, he meets an assortment of characters in this movie. Yeah, the Cupfers. Um. Which made me feel like we were in an SNL skit. Like, it was just very, like, <laughs> over-the-top caricatures of, like, 1980s, like, the 1980s businessman. And... Yeah, we got Buddy, Betty, and Little Buddy. Oh, God. Sounds like something out of Nothing But Trouble, right? Oh, my... It, 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 Little this, Double. <laughs> this this legit gave me Nothing But Trouble vibes. Like, <laughs> like big time. Um, we also meet... What was the woman that pulled in? And she was, like... She hated the town. She just wanted to get that. But she was like a salesperson. They were all there basically to pick up shipments of they masks. They were picking up these masks, yeah. These stupid uh, Halloween masks. That was Marge Gutman. Yes, Marge. Um, she also seemed like a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> I got a shop down in San Diego. Look me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all these people are here to pick up these masks. So yeah. Daniel and Ellie kind of go with the whole thing too. Like, oh, we're here to get masks too. Yeah. Um, and like I said, everyone is just like a over the top like just super obnoxious caricature yeah of, like, there's something. just like comic books except i like comic books <laughs> um daniel goes back into the the motel room and he tells ellie like it's a zoo out there which is not an exaggeration like no. really it like everyone's like it's like bumbling fumbling morons running around yeah but he does tell ellie you know your dad was here your yes. dad did check in here um and then and then they make out because Right? Like, she gets out of the shower, and then that's, she, what, doesn't she, like, cover herself in, like, the bed sheet or something? That's later on. Oh, she's, like, it? so okay. in this, so in this, this is... first, like, encounter, Ugh. you know, he, you know, he's, like, oh, like, he, he tries to, like, t- like, I, you know, I, I have, like, a creep radar that I think is, like, really good. Like, I, I can spot a creep pretty quickly. Well, you. <laughs> I, I deal with a bunch you of creeps. Yeah. I've like... dated a bunch of creeps. <laughs> right. Um, but. He's like, you know, he's like, oh, would you feel more comfortable if I got like I got another room if we and she's like, no, because that looks suspicious. And he's what like, what does it matter? What does anybody care? Yeah, But he's like, OK, well, you know, he's like, we have this like cot or whatever over here. I can sleep there because it's better than sleeping on the floor. And she's like, where would you like to sleep? It's like, girl. Oh, yeah. Girl, if you if you saw if you saw how this guy was talking to the nurse he works with in the coroner. Like you would not be all over this man. Like he is, no. he is a pig, and he's like freaking hound dog. He's just like that's a stupid question. And then they start making out, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Like, what is <laughs> yeah, this? like, <laughs> like I remember like looking down for a second when I was watching this, and then I look up, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how we got here. Again, cocaine. like, where's the buildup? Again, cocaine fever dream. Um, so uh, that night, um, Daniel goes out to get like some booze but there's a curfew in the town right that was super weird and it's at like six yeah like, the curfew super at early six. it's like at six o'clock i'm usually going out to eat something like yeah um, yeah but 
But it's it's a super early curfew. The town shuts down, except for this liquor store, apparently, because Daniel <laughs> is able to purchase alcohol. Yeah. And as he's walking back to the motel, he encounters this vagrant, I guess, this, this drunk guy. Yeah, some... Who, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's homeless, but he was kind of like a vagrant, a, I guess. A vagrant. Yeah. And he's basically telling Daniel about how corrupt the town is. The guy who runs the factory is corrupt. Um, Daniel's kind of pressing him for some more information and the guy's giving, you know, a li- he's giving him what he can. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and they're sharing this, which another thing that drove me nuts is like, he's like, Hey, can I have some of your booze? And Daniel's <laughs> like, sure. And it's like, no, you don't know where this man has been. What are you doing? Like, stop it. Backwash. Gross. They're like, just share in this bottle. And I'm horrified. And like, again, just like off the charts with the gross creepiness. Well, Daniel goes back to the room and this guy goes about his merry way until he encounters a couple guys in suits. Mm. And these guys apparently have super strength, although... Michael Myers has super strength. So, I mean, I can't really fault this part too much. Yeah. But these guys. That didn't even phase me one bit. Yeah. These guys in the suits get the upper hand on this vagrant who has spilled all sorts of information. And they rip his head off, like, literally. Right? They, They like, twist it like a corkscrew. (laughs) Like a cap on a, you know, a a soda bottle. Just like. (laughs) Um, Daniel, Daniel goes back into the room. And uh, Ellie has, she's in lingerie, which I'm like, this girl thought ahead of time she to pack lingerie. She was showering. And from what I, that, that was like the shower scene, right? Yeah, she gets. So a- she gets out of the shower and she doesn't put a towel around her. She just walks over to like the bed and puts the bed sheet which, around her. And I'm like, first of all, gross. why doesn't this? <laughs> yes, <laughs> first, gross. First of all, fucking I'm gross. I'm like, why does this hotel have no towels? <laughs> She she doesn't have a towel. She just gets out and wraps the like the comforter around herself. Yeah. Which I, I sexy I've stayed, as hell. I've stayed <laughs> I've stayed at enough nice hotels and I've stayed at enough seedy motels to know don't that, do that you don't do that. You are gonna get crabs. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get something. You something is gonna you're you're gonna break out in a rash. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. It's, yeah. All over you. Oh. So much herpes. They do not wash those comforters every single time they change guests. No. That's why one of the first thing that I do, the first thing that I do at any, like any place that I stay is that comforter comes off. Mm. I rip the comforter off and then I wipe down the remote control because the remote control is the most bacteria infested thing. (laughs) And I, I know, I know, like I spray down the remote control. And the yeah. door and the doorknobs because well, yeah. nobody thinks to wipe down the doorknobs. But and, yeah, the comforter the comforter comes off. Those decorative pillows come off. They're not washing those fucking things. You take those off. You spray down the bed with some Lysol, just like a little bit, and you wipe down the remote, and then you are good to stay at this hotel. Are you done with your rant? I'm just saying. I I was just I was just in so I was just in Las Vegas. I was just in Las Vegas, and that was my that was my thing. And then room service. Oh my god, room service because all during. <laughs> I, I'm get I'm getting back to this. I promise. But okay. room service all during COVID. Like if I traveled during COVID, which wasn't often, but I did do some traveling because yeah. I had to. Yeah. Um, room service was like no, we're not because of COVID. Like right. we're not cleaning the rooms. If you need room service, you need to be out of the room for like an hour. Let us clean, and we'll disinfect whatever. But for the most part, like you're on your own. I thought that was still applied. So like I. Left one day while I was in Vegas, like 
got up early and I left. And when I came back, room service had come in and they cleaned the whole room. And I was like, oh. And they put the comforter and the decorative pillow back in the bed. Off it came. I was like, nope. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Wipe down the remote again. It's not happening. Oh, um, but yes, that's my rant. So if you stay at a hotel or a motel, comforter comes off, decorative pillows yeah, on the no, floor. It's, yeah. Do not lay on them. Do not touch them. Do not wrap them around yourself because you don't have towels for whatever reason. <laughs> comforter has to go and the remote needs to be wiped down just a heads up <laughs> but anyway she packed lingerie he comes back and she's got like a nighty on and i'm like what? <laughs> where'd you get that um, <laughs> right it's a teddy i think they called them a, teddies back then teddy um and they bone yep and um while while they're while they're boning uh marge who is one of the other guests at the motel marge gutman marge yep. gutman um, she had been, she had talked to Ellie earlier in, in the movie about how the quality of the masks has deteriorated yeah, has over down. the years. Yep. And she's not happy with how the product is. Um, but when she goes into her room, she's got the mask and this little, it looks like it's the shamrock label for the company comes off the mask. It falls yeah, off. Yeah. It's like a little medallion thing or That's something. That's like sewn onto the back of the mask. Yes. And it comes off. Yep. So she Ellie, sees it on the ground and she Ellie grabs and Dan are bumping uglies one room away. Yeah. And Marge is just like in her own room, like reading a book, and she notices that the medallion for this mask has come off. And there's a bunch of like wires and microchips and stuff. Yeah, there. it's got like a weird like yeah, it's got like a microchip in it. And she um you know, she picks it up and she's kinda like playing around with it to figure out what the hell it is it doesn't make any sense yeah she's picking at it with like a hairpin or so, or yeah. like a bobby pin or something and, and she's like what the hell is this and just starts picking at it yeah and all of a sudden this like blue a beam of light yeah it's like a lightsaber comes, yeah. out, of the, <laughs> comes out of the microchip right to her mouth right through her mouth and ellie hears a noise but that's not gonna stop pussyhound dan from doing right. the deed and he's like, it's nothing. Who cares? Like, let's go back to what we were doing. Even though Ellie clearly heard something that, you know, would have would be alarming under right. any other circumstances. And when we come back to Marge, her face is like melted. Right? Like, it it makes me think that's what someone's face would look like if their face was struck by lightning. Yeah. I actually thought it was really cool. I like that one, like just the effects of that. Yes, not, just the the makeup, not yes. the effect. Because well, the, yeah, the, C- are the CGI is terrible in this movie, <laughs> right? But. but like the way her face looked, because her like lips were like melted, back. melted back, like almost like there was an explosion, like in her mouth. Yeah, it looked like she like had a cherry bomb in her mouth that blew yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and her eyes were all jacked up, and then this gross bug. But I was gonna say, but like Which I, I don't even understand where the I, bugs come. Yeah, in. there's like bu- there's like bugs coming out of her head. Like, full-blown, like, fucking spiders and shit. Giant bugs. And I'm just like, okay. I was like, all right. Right? Like, I don't under- Like, isn't the face blowing up enough? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> right. Um, so, at the end of the night, uh, Dan and Ellie hear, like, a commotion outside. And it's this... It's like a, a cleanup crew, basically, are coming in and getting Marge. Now, Marge is... What I thought was so funny is Marge is, like, zipped up in a body bag. It's not like it's not like she's like they're not showing her her like she's zipped up in a body bag, and the guy who like runs the town shows up like Cochran. the guy who, Cochran he yeah. he shows up and he runs the factory that makes that makes these masks, 
And Dan's like, oh, my God, like, what what happened? And he's like, oh, she's going to get the best of care. It's like, she's in a body bag, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's like, well, I'm a doctor. Like, who cares if you're a doctor? Like, whose patient is she? And it's like, Cochran's like, he runs a factory. He's not a doctor. And then he tells him that, oh, she's being brought to the factory. So there's, like, a medical facility at this factory? Where is the hospital in this town? Right? (laughs) Like, Like, where is it? None of this makes sense. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um. But that is the last time we see Marge. Yeah, she's probably done. Um, The next day, they go to the factory. Yeah. Ellie and Dan realize, like, they're not creeped out enough. Like, I would hightail it out of there. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, But they decide to go to the factory because Dan is now, again, a full-blown detective slash doctor slash whatever. Um, And they go to the factory. And the family that they encountered at the motel the, the day earlier are there as well. Because the father, uh, Bud, is it Bud? Buddy? Yeah, Buddy. Bud is Buddy, Betty, and Little Buddy. Buddy is like the number one salesperson of these masks in whatever region. Right, so they were there and uh, the kid there, Little Buddy, was going to get a mask. Well, he Uh, does get a mask. So, yeah. So, they're there to like tour the facility. Um, Dan and Ellie are like under the guise of like they they're following up on this shipment that like her father order or something yeah yeah like oh my my father's order never arrived and they're trying to like figure out you know they're trying to get as much information as they can but they end up coming along on this tour with Buddy Betty and Little Buddy that <laughs> yeah. Cochran that Cochran and it's like it gave me like Willy Wonka vibes like yeah this man makes latex masks. We don't need a tour. <laughs> we don't need a tour of this. I mean, you've seen Willy Wonka. I've seen Willy Wonka. I know what happens to those kids. <laughs> like, But I'm just saying, his factory is something special. But yes, bad things happen to bad children. Yes. And, <laughs> so there's that. Um. So the thing that gets me is... Like the guy, the guy, they're acting like this is like some, they're acting like this is some huge, like important person. And it's like, this man makes three, three masks. And it's like this factory that literally, I'm like, it's a factory. Three masks. Yeah. Three kinds of masks. You got a jack lantern, you got a witch, you got a skeleton. That's it. That is it. That's it. And this man, this man is revered as like a genius. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so they're doing the tour and the kid wants a mask and he picks one up that doesn't have the medallion on it. Mm -hmm. And Cochran's like, oh, no, no, you need a final one. Right. Like like, that's not ready. Like that has to still go to processing. Yeah. It needs to be like inspected or so it gives them the one with the stupid medallion on it. Yeah. Um, Dan wants to see like the processing part of it and Cochran's like shuts him down he's like oh no no like there's chemicals yeah. and it's like that makes me even more concerned because if it requires chemicals why are you putting it on why your are face? you putting these on a mask <laughs> that are going to go on children's faces like I don't get it um Ellie and Dan are like thoroughly creeped out Dan notices that there's men in suits like walking around he, yeah and I mean you know granted it is a building there's probably going to be some like higher up in suits yeah but he's like these look like the men who killed your father and it's like they're just guys wearing suits but like okay but um, they were like staring at them sort yeah of. they're being super creepy ellie sees her father's car yeah is in like a it looks like the bed of like a 18 wheeler that they got yeah there. some it, large like docking station or something um and meanwhile like while all this is happening this movie has like a score that play it's just like again just like someone sat on a synth it's just that same note like 
<laughs> like this person's cat played this. Yeah, it, it's horrible. <laughs> um, and I and like I thought like you know how the commercial like you know you watch the commercial in this and it's like four more days till Halloween like Halloween. that that synth like burned like it I was like oh my god like this is this reminds me of like how the end of the movie is gonna be like my head <laughs> just hurts watching it right um. I don't like I tuned out at one point like after Ellie like finds her dad's car and they they go back to the to the motel and Dan at this point has like enough evidence to be like okay we have to like get out of here yeah he's go- he tries to call like the police doesn't he and he can't get through nope all you hear is Jamie Lee Curtis's voice telling him like <laughs> this call cannot be completed as done right. please hang up and try again um he cannot get through to the police he can't make any outbound calls he leaves. They decide to get the hell out of there. It's like nighttime at this point. And Ellie right. is packing up a bag so that they can leave. And he goes to the office to see if their phone works. Yep. And when he comes out, Ellie's gone. Yep. Ellie is gone. Yep. And he goes to leave. And there's all of a sudden just dudes with suits. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? Um, because, you know, they, I think... At this point, Cochran realizes, like, they're on to whatever he has planned. Right. They're doing, like, they're on to something. Like, they're they're clearly not here for uh, orders. <laughs> right. So Dan, Dan manages to escape out the bathroom window of the motel room. And he does end up back at the factory. Like, there's kind of, like, a little chase thing where, again, he's running from a Buick. And it's like, dude, it's not that difficult. It's... <laughs> All you got to do, do you know, like, how long it takes for, like, a Buick in 1982 to, like, make a turn? You just go around a corner. <laughs> so long. Just go around a corner. It's going to take them a couple minutes to make that turn. Like, yep. you're good. Like, you got a pretty good head start. Yeah. But, again, like, there's, like, a chase sequence where he's running from these dudes in suits. Yeah. He's running from the Buick. He ends up back at the factory because, you know, common sense would say like, hey, we were just at this factory and it was super suspicious. And Cochran's like really suspicious. So Ellie probably got taken to this really ske- like sketchy place. Yeah. Um, And he does get he does get. uh, Well, what I loved is like he's you know, he's going like he gets into the factory because, again, the hospital that he works doesn't have security. This place, despite the fact that it has cameras all over it and dudes in suits, he can still, you know, get past all that because he's like not just a doctor and a detective, but he's also like a super assassin, apparently. (laughs) Um, And he gets into this factory and he finds like he's going from like room to room looking for Ellie and he finds this like woman like knitting a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this old woman in the corner in a rocker. Knitting a sweater, which seems a little out of place. It does. This whole movie's out of place. <laughs> um, yeah. But he goes over and he's like asking questions and she's not answering them. Nope. And I think he like leans down to shake her a little bit and her head and comes her off. rolls off. Yeah. And he gets caught. Like that's yeah. He- but at that point, it's like he's discovered that all of these androids. Are androids. They're like robots. Yes. Yeah. They're robots. Well, the woman, the woman is Love like made out robot. of like, the woman's made out of like gears and stuff. Yeah. And Cochran comes in and you and I talked about this before the episode, but I was, I was like, what, when he like picks up the woman's head and he was like, oh, like this was, you know, this was made in Germany in, oh yeah. In 1785. And I was yeah. like, they didn't have animatronics, they didn't have animatronics in, in 1785. In 1785 that wasn't a thing that Germany. existed in 1785. <laughs> um, 
But all of these people are androids. They're like robots. Um, they're all the men in suits. All the men in suits are are like robots. They're filled with yellow goo. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's the oil, I guess. They're robots filled with goo. I don't know. Um, There's animatronics, which it does cut back to the coroner at one point who has been doing this autopsy on the man who lit himself on fire in the car. Yeah. And her box of like remains is basically filled with gears. Like, yeah. and, and she gets murdered like the sky she, she just gets murdered for like no good reason like, i know i was she was okay another guy with the suit like comes in and murders her and i'm like what did you think she was gonna discover like she's not in in all the things to, that could possibly be discovered i doubt she's gonna be like i believe these are animatronic people no she'd be like why the fuck is this box filled with gears like what is this right but she gets, those are the remains she gets murdered um Cochran decides to reveal his plan to to Dan. I mean, what is this? Like a James Bond movie? It's it's ridiculous. Like, you know, when the villain repli- re- uh, reveals their ultimate plan. Like, why do they do that? Well, it's like I love like an Austin Powers where they kind of take on that trope where he's like, I'm going to reveal my plan in detail while giving him while putting him in an easily escapable, escapable situation, situation. <laughs> in a slow moving mechanism. <laughs> right. It's so funny. Like, why? Why? It's so bad. But he decides to reveal his plan. And he demonstrates by show, like bringing him into a room into with like room. security like where they can con- like. Yeah, and Final processing. Control yes. Room. And it's it's Buddy, Betty, and Little Buddy are it, now. Keep in mind, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. Why are you in this factory? Like, you got to call. Like, oh, come back to the factory. I'm like, it can wait until morning, sir. I'm not coming back there at like ten o'clock at night. Are you out of your mind? No. But he brings his kid. Like, this isn't highly suspect. And they go into that like room that has like the couch and the bowl of like fruit and the television. Right. right. And um. They tell the kid. Buddy's got his mask. No, they're like, you got to put your mask mask. on. And so they get locked in this room, which, okay. And (laughs) little Buddy is sitting in front of this TV that's in this, like, it's like a demonstration room. Yeah. And that god-awful commercial comes on. Yep. And the commercial is like, you know, make sure your mask is on. And they, they, one more day, don't have it. And then it starts, like, flashing up pumpkin on the screen yeah and it's like okay kids look at the pumpkin right keep looking at the pumpkin pumpkin. and it's like flashing faster and faster which i don't have epilepsy but i could easily see how this movie could like trigger a seizure because it was (laughs) a lot yeah um and like while the wife is laughing at how goddamn ridiculous this whole thing is she's the only one that's like this is so stupid why are we here this is so dumb (laughs) like everything about this is just so dumb like this is like this is ridiculous the kid is like holding his head like in pain and he collapses while he's watching this flashing pumpkin. And I'm thinking, oh, he did have a seizure because this is the worst. Um, OK, so this is a, this is, you know, this is a, a seizure in progress. Um, but they realize like, oh, there's something wrong with our kid. Yeah. And when they go to like check on him, the kid's head has turned into mush. Yeah. But and not then, just mush. Like, bugs and snakes and stuff stuff start like a full-blown rattlesnake comes out of the whatever was left of this kid's head yeah and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) i do that a lot what 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 What? um so it's all bugs and snakes and the mom passes out the dad gets like bit by the rattlesnake that has now emerged from his son's 
mushy head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently that is the big reveal is that these masks on Halloween are going to kill like a million kids. <laughs> all these. Right. And the people who are not wearing masks, all the bugs and snakes will take care of them. Yeah. And it's never God. revealed why this is a thing. Well, it sort of is. Is it? Is it though? It is. Okay. So basically, and it's so stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, this is the stupidest plot I've ever seen. It's so bad. Out of anything I've ever seen. Um, so the medallions, the microchips on the masks. I, <laughs> I can't. I, apparently they contain a piece of Stonehenge. <laughs> You know, like the big rocks in Ireland. Yes. So there's a piece of this rock in there. And upon viewing this a big giveaway commercial, the microchips activate, killing who's ever wearing them with fatal brain damage, causing insects and snakes and whatever to come out of their bodies, kill anybody nearby, this and that. It has something to do with... So this town is oh, like Irish, overly Irish, which is funny to me because a town called Santa Mirna does not sound Irish <laughs> at all. Not at all. Not even remotely. <laughs> so anyway, so obviously Cochran's Irish. So they're trying to basically bring back Samhain, um, the original Halloween. Okay. Like back, I guess, where they're sacrificing kids and they're druids or something. Do you remember? In, <laughs> do you remember in Children of the Corn too, where it was that whole subplot with the um, like Native American ruins? Yeah. That I was like, wait, what? I think this happened. I think I maybe got up to pee during this because I just, oh I, <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't remember any of this, but I also, I, I tend to block trauma. Like I mental block trauma. Well, and when I something mean, is traumatic, I get I'm like, that. Nope. Um, um, so, well, let me go a little bit more into that. So basically at that point, now Cochran locks Daniel in a room and he puts a mask on him. Yep. And he's going to be playing the commercial. Yes. Um, so so his, his intentions are to resurrect ancient pagan rituals of sacrificing children during the age of Samhain okay. from his native Celtic lands. So basically the Druids in Ireland, you know, way back before Christianity was a thing, you have your Samhain. Okay. Which looks like Sam Haim, if that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> but it's pronounced Samhain. Um, so they're literally just trying to bring that back and they just want to sacrifice kids, I guess. Why? <laughs> they're just trying to bring back the ancient rituals pagan rituals okay basically someone was halloween before halloween was halloween okay if so, that makes any sense i don't so stone know so so unbeknownst to me stonehenge has the power to shoot blue lasers turn people into bugs and snakes and robots and animatronics are involved somehow i okay <laughs> Sure, sure. Okay. All right, sure. So going so back gets, to this movie, Dan right? Dan gets so, tied up. Dan gets tied up. Dan escapes. Of course he does. Because <laughs> he always does. Because he always does. Finds Ellie. She's yeah. like strapped onto table on a table somewhere in some random ass room. Sneaks into the control room. Activates a commercial on the screens. Yes. Um, 
But before that, he finds a box of the medallions. With the microchips in them. Yes. Yes. And then they start... Like and this dude is walking around and nobody sees him. And like the security like, in this movie is atrocious. And there's so many people in that room. Like there maybe they're you know robots, but That's whatever. A, so Cochran's the, in that the room. The hospital. Too. The hospital had no security. Somebody straight up walked in there and murdered someone and then blew up their own car. Like okay, weird and totally unrealistic. But sure, you have a facility that is designing masks that are going to mass murder millions of people, millions of kids. You don't have a security guard on staff, like one, maybe two. No one has a gun. Okay. So, so anyways, he takes this box of the medallions, sneaks up to the top, like in the scaffold, like the like the scaffolding or, or like the rafters or yeah, whatever that overlook with this control Ellie. center. Yeah. Activates the commercial, pours all the medallions out into this room. So they all activate, of course. Right. Kills everybody. And Cochran is killed by Stonehenge. What? (laughs) (laughs) By the Stonehenge rune. Yep. Whatever. Which leads to a fire and then destroys the factory. Fine. Whatever. Dan and whatever you want whatever you want it's fine whatever you want um i'm tapping out of this movie this is me tapping out um dan dan and ellie make their escape and they are driving in the car and dan's talking about like so this commercial it's halloween at this point the commercial is set to air at 9 p.m yes and dan's talking about they have to make a call they have to call the police they have to call like the fbi yeah like they're trying to decide like who the hell do we call literally anyone that can stop this commercial from being aired anywhere and he's driving and ellie is being like strangely quiet she hasn't really said much yeah she's kind of looking a little animatronic if you will (laughs) and dan asks her like are you okay and she just reaches over and like tries to choke him out slash take the wheel and like steer the car so so ellie is brainwashed she's a robot who knows but the car crashes and dan gets out and ellie is like i think her arm at that point had been ripped off yeah it's like I don't know if he, he, like, she opened the door and the car crashed, so her arm, like, broke off or something because yeah. it's hanging onto the door. But it's got, know. like, gears and shit in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, which, which brings me to something that has been bothering me. This pussy hound banged a robot. He banged, he banged an animatronic figurine from, like, Chuck E. Cheese. That's what he did. <laughs> well, she doesn't look like those guys. But. You think she was a robot the whole time? How do you? Well, maybe. Because how do you put make a person a robot? Or maybe the real Ellie's stuck somewhere else and that's a duplicate robot. So they made, okay. Which actually makes more sense than anything. That does make more sense. Unless except- she was just a robot the whole time, but that doesn't make any sense because why would they drag this guy in? They Like the factory does not need this guy to mess around with stuff. Which also brings me to another point coming up is that, and Ellie doesn't go down without a fight. Like no. she, like her arm is like, like. She just keeps going after this dude. She to keeps to trying him. to kill him and, yeah. and he does get away. Like he does finally get away. Um, and he makes it to the gas station from the beginning of the movie yep. that the um that the that Ellie's father had made it to where yeah. he was like you know, told the guy like call 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 for help. Yeah. Um Dan makes it and so we've established in this movie that Dan is a doctor. 
Yes. He is a detective. Yep. He is an assassin. Yep. Um, he gets on the phone and I don't know who he apparently knows someone at like NBC or whatever <laughs> because he gets them to stop airing the commercial yep. on like two I don't know who the hell he yep. calls. I don't but he calls he's and he's like Call somebody. Call somebody. Know. He's got connections. Dan is a connected man. Like he is connected. Um and they stop airing the commercials on one channel and then two. But that third channel, as kids are coming into the gas station to trick-or-treat, which I don't know who goes to a gas station to go trick-or-treating, but okay. Um, the kids have the masks on. And they show, like, different, like, oh, cities, cities throughout the country. All these like, kids. Like, Dayton, Ohio, the New York, New York, Phoenix. Yeah. And they're all wearing these masks. I don't under... I cannot fathom those masks being that popular where every... It's just three of them. <laughs> Like, I can't. Like, there's just three of them. There's just three masks and they're all terrible. And, like, this entire country is wearing one of these three masks. Yeah. Get out of here. That is horribly unbelievable. I've never worn a mask. Me neither. I, I absolutely hate wearing masks. Um, I've never worn a mask on I don't Halloween. like the smell of the latex. They, yeah, the latex The is latex gross. smell is gross, yeah. Um, But they make it to the third channel and the commercial is still airing. And that yeah. pumpkin is flashing. And Dan's like, you got to tell him to stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And that's essentially how the movie ends is the commercial does not get stopped. Right. So I'm assuming there is a mass casualty. (laughs) Um, So that's. So I have one question. So. I have many questions. Well, after like Ellie gets all like torn apart, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, so they're just going to leave like a robot body in these woods. Obviously, it's going to be found eventually. Right. What would like the cops think? That'd be super freaking weird. And secondly, why doesn't he take those pieces back, rebuild her, and then just make a sex bot out of her? It's true. I mean. So twisted, but. I Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. The guy, the guy is, is the guy's swimming in pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like he is like he is fucking everyone in this movie. Like every woman he comes across, he it's either it's insinuated that he's either bedded them down at some point or he wants to. And not only that, but the women are super into it. Right? So like no, you know, and it's just like you know, maybe it's just because I'm I'm from a later time, but like that kind of man is not appealing to me at all no me neither i'm like i don't see I what the appeal don't with get it i mean I, I guess he's a doctor i don't mm. get it well i mean anyone can be a doctor nowadays you got webmd <laughs> you got a web i'm a doctor right now right. um i'll self-diagnose myself but yes it's just it's so strange and weird and it's it's magic and mythical aspects built with like robots and animatronics thrown in with gore and bugs and snakes and i just don't get it i don't get it i don't want to get it this movie did not exist like it's out of the franchise as far as i'm concerned yeah but that's halloween supposed to be some that's halloween three it's season and and people fucking love this movie and i don't understand i know like if you like this movie please tell us why i want to know why i want to know why I want to know. I'm why. like, I really tried. Like I said, like, I really tried to get on board. 
but I, just, oh, I, I didn't. Just, I didn't try. I, but. I, I tried. I tried so hard. I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with me that I don't understand what's happening? <laughs> um, a few tidbits I have. Budget was 2.5 million, which is saying a lot because this was made in 1982, and I was gonna say, what's that in today's money? I that I did not actually factor out, but a movie Paranormal Activity 2000 what was that 11? Yeah, it was five million. It cost twice as much money to make this movie. You never like would have, never would have guessed. Like almost twenty years later, no more than twenty years, thirty years later. God, um, gross fourteen point four. It was the poorest performing film in the series at the time. Um, re, uh, you know, like. years later um it did establish as a standalone cult film and people tend you know started liking it why i have no idea please tell me why i want to know what i am missing what is wrong with my brain that i can't understand why this movie is enjoyed hit us up on twitter baking to be movies or instagram baking to the b movies we're not we're not shitting on you by any means no not at all we want to understand why because i like a good campy horror movie as much as the next right but this was so confusing and so weird and so like uncomfortable um (laughs) as far as the reception goes new york time <laughs> it's not an easy feat to be <laughs> anti-children anti-television anti-capitalism and anti-irish <laughs> all at the same time but on the other hand it's probably as good as any cheerful ghoul could have asked for is it though? no is it though? <laughs> no. when i see a halloween movie i want to see michael myers Right. This this was Chicago Sun Times. Roger Ebert. Oh oh boy. What's Cochrane's plan? Kill the kids? Replace them with robots? I why? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, cinefantastique, jumbled mess. <laughs> Although um, they did say original script was a bit of a mess. However, the end result was still hugely enjoyable. So I will say the ending of this, the very, very ending where the channel did, they the commercial still aired. I did like that. Okay. You know, like well, the yeah, whole movie yeah, was a mess. You don't, you don't but, want a hero saves the day kind of thing with a Halloween movie. I want, I right. want, a, I want a good payoff. Right. So. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, that was, you know, the third, like, okay, one channel pulled it. Second channel pulled it. Oh, shit. The third channel's not pulling it. Uh-oh. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. Um, so I also noticed a little interesting, um, information on this that, you know, obviously, you know, it was directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill only returned, agreed to return as producers as long as this wasn't a direct sequel to Halloween 2. Do you think that's why it was forced into like this weird... Like, well, we can't we can't have it be a sequel to the Halloween movie, so we'll just make something completely different. But like, we don't really have a concrete plan, but it still has to be tied into Halloween in I some came, way. Well, I came across something interesting that excuse me, um, it seemed like now this is just speculation. The original idea for Halloween by John Carpenter was to be an anthology, like okay. a Twilight Zone gotcha. type of daily, you know. A movie would come out every Halloween, basically based around, you know, aspects of Halloween. Okay. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, again, speculation on my part. I'm like, maybe Mike Myers was never supposed to really exist. Hmm. Or, you know, that could have been one movie. You know, it wasn't meant to... Do you think he just didn't anticipate the success of the first one that it was like, oh, shit? Maybe. I am not Because that first one took off, yeah. Exactly. The first one's freaking phenomenal. Um, I like the second one in the hospital. Yeah. That's my favorite, I think. Um, Obviously, due to disappointing reception, they did bring Mike Myers back. Of course, you have to. With his telekinetic telekinetic niece. (laughs) Ugh. Um, I can't even. What do you have for a body count on this one? I had eight, but I think I might have miscounted. Because uh, unless you count the millions and millions of children that get no, obliterated never, at the I end. Never, <laughs> I never count that stuff. Um, I lost count because I stopped caring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got – I didn't count the robots. Okay. I did not count the robots. So I'm like, okay, there's the first guy – and then there's the first the guy, corona, the drunk guy, the drunk guy, uh, the buddy Marge family, one, two, Gutman, three, the buddy family, Marge. Uh, how did I get eight? Oh, <laughs> oh, Cochran. I mean, do you count? I never count the bad guys. Uh, you know what? We'll just we'll round it up. We'll just say like ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other information about this movie that you'd like to share? Um. Yeah, I feel like I have something. Don Post of Post Studios designed the masks. Uh, most of the filming took place in Lolita, California. Okay. Um, it was filmed there mostly except for the special effects and stuff. Yeah. Which were filmed at Post Studios. But, I mean, aside from that... I mean, this movie is forgettable. Um, yeah, I mean, it was originally the intention... Let me say I have this written down somewhere. Was the intention of Halloween was to be an anthology. Each year was going to be a new film. Oh, so the title, the subtitle, Season of the Witch. Yeah. Literally has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it comes from like another movie called Season of the Witch, also known as Hungry Wives, but contains no plot similarity. So like Tommy Lee Wallace just likes that movie and decided to tag it on. Man, what is that? I wish. It, how, what do I have to do to get somebody to throw an obscene amount of money at me to make a movie that makes no sense? I could. I could make a. I could make a three million dollar movie about a day in the life of my dog and bank millions, and no one's giving me that opportunity. But yet here, this guy is, who just snorted a line off of a hooker's ass in 1982 <laughs> and decided, like, okay, I'm gonna make this. This is gonna be great. And they they greenlit it. They greenlit this shit. Like, are you kidding me? I wonder if it was just going along the lines of like, oh, it's a Halloween movie, so. I just, I, oh man, it's so disgusting. Um, Again, please, if anybody out there <laughs> likes us. this movie, tell us. please tell me why, and um, I will reevaluate it. The only question I have before we get into the recipe, or lack thereof, because um, it, it was a shit show. Um <laughs> What was, like, you know, what was your favorite Halloween costume you've ever had or you've ever done? You know, to be perfectly honest, it's going to be one of my adult ones. I was actually thinking about that the other day because I usually try to go all out when it came to Halloween costumes, Yeah, you know? same. Um, so there was Lucy Liu from Kill Bill. Yeah. There was Lara Croft. <laughs> that was funny. I remember that, was, that year. That was a fun one. Um, what else have I done? Oh, there was when Andy and I went as Ash and a Deadite. 
I think oh, that was probably my favorite. That, yeah, that's a good one. Because I went all out and got like the liquid latex and stuff, <laughs> you know, to make like. Yeah, I remember and that. And then we it were outside out really cool. for like an hour and a half doing my makeup. Oh, man. I remember that. That was a like good, that was a lot of fun. That was super, super fun. I remember that. Um, What else? Like I went as uh, Rosie the Riveter one year. That that's was just awesome. super easy. But I remember that costume. one, too, man. Um, you went as Clockwork Orange. I remember you went as Alex. Alex, Delarge. yep. Yeah. I went as Alex Delarge one year. Um, so good. What about you? Um, I went as Poison Ivy one year, and that was super cool. I remember that, that. was a really cool costume. I like I had like the the leaf covered like bodysuit, and I had it like go down to my legs and stuff. That yeah. was neat. That that took forever. That was a lot of hot glue and a lot a lot of burns. I had to wear gloves because I burnt the shit out of my yeah, hands. Yeah, you should have seen me trying to take this liquid latex oh, off after the, worst. the fact. Every <laughs> little hair, so just like, like ba- baby oil. I was oil. like, just yeah, like that night. I was just like, hang on. I I went as suffer for your craft. It's true. You got to suffer for your art. Um, I went as Freddy Krueger a few years ago. That was fun. That, I mean, that was super simple, but it was effective. Yeah, was but so what? Yeah. Um, there was that year that I went as Betty Page. Oh, yeah. That I was that. fun. That was really fun. Um, I never really got into like the super sexy costumes. Like, I, I was just like, I like. <sighs> I'm a sexy mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mouse, duh. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think this year I want to go as the girl from TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I watch her video sometimes. The girl from TikTok that has the farm and she has the the emu. Oh yeah, manual. I want to go yeah. as her and just like have like any like a stuffed emu next to me. Hmm. Thought that would be kind of fun. Okay, because I love her videos. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of doing like a plague doctor thing. Oh, that'd be sick. Which I wanted to do, but for a couple of years for but COVID. Then COVID exactly <laughs> for COVID. But then like COVID happened. And then, like, I had, like, a party last year, but it wasn't really much of anything. And it just poured the entire time. It Ugh, sucked. Yeah. And I didn't have a costume prepared or anything. Halloween's so. hit or miss around here because some years it's, like, perfect weather. And then other years it's absolutely miserable yeah. and cold and awful. Um, I mean, hoping... I don't mind it being cold. We could start a fire anytime outside. But it poured. Yeah. Like, for 24 hours. <laughs> Probably longer than that. Like, it was still raining the next day. I was so upset. Um, I want to get into... The recipe, because oh dear lord, I mean we we were laughing so much about this. So mm, go on. I wanted to do candied apples for this for very this Halloween-y, very, very Halloweeny, very traditional, very Halloweeny. It's an old timey, old fashioned Halloween treat, I guess. Um, I personally am not a huge fan of them, but I thought it would be kind of fun. Um, and everything went to absolute dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I um I got some Granny Smith apples. And yeah, just so you know, not all of our recipes always pan out. No, sometimes things go horribly, horribly awry, as mm. was the case with this. So we had just to like Im- this movie. We, yeah, and you know what? It's very fitting that the first time on this podcast that I've done a recipe. It's this movie that the recipe went to absolute shit. It just it's perfect. It's very yeah. fitting. I. You know, you can buy the kits, but I wanted to do it kind of like, not necessarily like a quick and easy way, but just like, you know. Not like, using the kit. Like actually yeah, without using a together. kit. Like actually, so I had found a recipe that involved Granny Smith apples, which are my personal favorite, um, Jolly Ranchers that you melt down, and melted white chocolate that you drizzle over everything and then let it cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. It's a few ingredients. It's not going to take long at all. I found a bag of Jolly Ranchers that had the amount that I would need to coat like three or four apples because I wanted to make a few. 
And I didn't realize that they were sugar-free. And the melting process, <laughs> the melting process was a goddamn nightmare because do not use sugar-free Jolly Ranchers. Are you yeah. gonna put this recipe up? Um, I might put a picture of them up because they're hilariously hideous. <laughs> but the recipe that we're gonna do is different. I we opted for something different. Okay. Um. So I, you know, I had the grannies with apples. I cut out the the core. I stuck the sticks in like to to hold them. And I melted down the Jolly Ranchers in a pot. And I did, I wanted to, I did a couple different pots. I did one with like the cherry and watermelon, one with like blue raspberry and sour apple, and then one with grape. I was going to make a variety. And I figured like sour apple, blue raspberry are basically the same like flavor, cherry, watermelon. You, you can't tell them apart. And I went to dunk the apple and like literally like when you take it out, it solidifies like, like the, I'm snapping my fingers. It solidifies so quick. <laughs> And it looked like shit. Like they, they were like they were like they had air bubbles in them. They had like it, it looked like like f- fine strands of like taffy. It was it was a fucking mess. So I was like, OK, whatever. They still have a good coating of Jolly Rancher on them. I'll let them sit overnight. I'll put them in the fridge and let them like solidify, get like really hard. Um, and then I'll drizzle the white chocolate on them tomorrow and I'll cover up the bald patches of the apple with chocolate. It'll look fine. Whatever. Yeah. You know, you need to cover it up. Um, I bought like the store brand white chocolate. I, I don't want to throw any brands under the bus here. It was Pix. I bought I bought the Pix brand white chocolate morsels for like two bucks because I just wanted something cheap and easy. They don't melt. They don't stuff. They don't. They don't melt. They don't fucking melt. <laughs> Why did you buy melting chocolate? I, I bought I bought the morsels to melt down to drizzle. I, I put it in the thing to melt it. It, it, it turned to like a paste. <laughs> Come on, dude. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. I turned into a paste. And I couldn't get it to drizzle. I had to like spackle it on there. So you saw them. I brought them over so you could see them because they were so ugly. And I just, I gave up. I'm crying. I have like tears rolling down my face. I gave up and I just went, fuck it. And I, I took the base and I just like dumped it on the apples. And it, it solidified instantly. not bring those over to Steph's. Those are so ugly. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, I'm bringing them because that's what makes it so funny is that they're so ugly. They're so, they're inedible. You can't eat them. I'm pretty sure they were in my car. I couldn't find a container to fit them. So I put wax paper over them. But like on my way here, the wax paper like lifted up and I'm pretty sure it's got like car dust on them. <laughs> they're covered in dust. Dude. And like dog hair. <laughs> showed them to you we laughed they're still in your kitchen um they're going in the trash um but so i decided i decided oh my god i was gonna buy candy apples at the fair today just to be like okay well like here's here's some candy apples they're they're easy enough to make when you when you use fucking shit that has sugar in it apparently but i did not do those things so um we got we got a cinnamon sugar kettle corn 
Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Are you gonna put up a recipe for? I'll find a. I'll find a recipe for. for I. I just. I want to say I didn't make the popcorn. I didn't make it. It's from a local farm or whatever, like a local vendor. I'll, yeah. I'll credit them in the photos but i'll put a recipe up because i'm sure it's easy enough to make kettle corn although i fucked up these apples so beyond repair <laughs> that i'm pretty sure i'll probably fuck up the kettle corn <laughs> Stop it, dude. it's so fucking bad um oh my god i am gonna put up a picture of the apples at some point because they are like i <laughs> you should the look of defeat on my face this morning i was just i was like well fuck it like this is what we're getting this is what I get. Um, so bad. They're Dude, so. They're I can't. So, they're so bad. They're so fucking bad. Ow. Everything hurts. <laughs> um. Ugh. Oh my god. Oh my god. So we're we're doing kettle corn because people hand out those those balls of popcorn at Halloween. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything with candy because that's a cop out. Yeah. Popcorn it is. I'll find a recipe. We'll put it on Instagram. But you guys can look at the apples. I'll post those too. They're so, yes. They're so bad holy fucking shit oh my god so that's halloween three <laughs> yes yes it is season of the witch um anything else that you want to add stuff no we're coming up on halloween soon and we have another movie right before halloween that i'm excited to talk do about we? we do it is right before halloween because halloween's on the 31st yeah um, um so good yeah this is technically our halloween episode <laughs> Literally, it's a Halloween movie for Halloween. I think we have one more though before before the actual holiday. Before the holiday, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it times out. But um, yeah, that'll be up in a few weeks. Uh, you guys can get the recipe for the kettle corn, and I'll put up the apple one too for fun. Um, you can get that over on our Instagram. That is baking to the B movies, and follow us on Twitter as well. Baking to B movies. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Um. Anything else, Steph, on this wild episode, this wild ride we've no. been on? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you Oh, my you God. All. My stomach. I, I have to stand up. My I, stomach I'm is gonna killing go eat, me. I'm going to go eat this popcorn and forget this ever happened. <laughs> I'm never going to talk about this ever again. But thank you all so much for joining us today. As always. As always. Have my, a happy Halloween, everybody. Yes, happy Halloween. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. This has been Baking to the B Movies, and we will catch you guys soon. Bye. Later. Bye.